It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Melissa Manchester. with that song talk about being an old millennial i know Ugh. i'm so sorry Ugh. Do, do you ever really think about that though like wow we really are like like old mm-hmm. like that yes i do like i don't feel old. neither do i and like i remember being younger and thinking like that person is nearing 40 they're old I ran 10 miles before I had to go on a That flight. fucking rules. Like 10 miles in a row. Uh-huh. <laughs> without stopping. <laughs> like in a row. Like so I didn't have, like, because I knew I was going to be sitting on a plane for a long time. Yeah. Like, I didn't do that when I was 20. No. I could have probably, but yeah, I absolutely didn't. No. You're lucky that when you were, you know, in your 20s that you, you didn't, like, go out with your friends the night before getting on a plane, right? Like, or, you know, oh, something God. stupid like yeah, that, Yeah, right? I would have. Yeah. I'll be real tired the next day. Uh-huh. It'll be perfect. I'll, I'll sleep the whole yeah. flight. No, oh, you won't. Yeah. I'll just be uncomfortable for yeah. the whole flight. Oh, God. That would have been a nightmare. Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah, but I do feel it when it comes to these God-frangled kids. Like, when people talk uh-huh. about stuff, I'm just like. Yeah. People at my job were talking about this product that has been on the market for years and they're talking about it like as a new thing and I was like, That's been on the market. They're like, Yeah, but it's really having a moment right now and I'm just like What product? It's this like color correcting skincare product that's by Dr. Jart that's been on the market for like at least I don't know, four years at least. Oh wow. Like so yeah. is it just like tiktokers are using it or i guess so but like these people are just hearing about it Mm -hmm. because there's always like a group of people who just you know like they're like late that's like y'all's job right no i know you just rolled your eyes when i have to tell you that everyone loves to tell me about Mm -hmm. how to market yeah everybody knows how to do marketing Uh i'm like okay then do it (laughs) then fucking do it everybody knows about the best product I mean, that Everybody would... Everybody knows everything. Why don't you get me started? Oh, Megan. Are you, are you ready to talk about the Muppets? Let's talk about Merits and Bar- I mean, Marissa Man- <laughs> Melissa Manchester. It's time to talk about the Muppets. Why don't we get things started? When did this air in the UK? <laughs> we watched episode 512, the Melissa Manchester episode of The Muppet Show, airing in the UK on November 16th and in the US on June 8th, 1981. So this aired in the UK, sorry, on November 16th, 1980, and then aired in the US on June 8th, 1981. That's a long time. My parents were married December 1st, 1980, and their first Christmas uh, ornament is the Muppet Show. Really? And I still have it. That's so fucking cool. Mm -hmm. You need to snap a pic of that. Yeah, yeah, what a cool thing. Yeah. Uh... We should really get things started with this episode. You ready? Cold open. Melissa Manchester arrives at the stage door asking Pops if she's arrived in the right place. Uh, Maybe you can help me. My agent booked me onto this weird thing called uh, The Muppet Show. Am I in the right place? (laughs) 
emotions. Crazy Harry is a very weird character. It's so odd how he just ducks in and out of this whole series, you know? Yeah. And he's like a terror. He would be labeled as he a terrorist. He is a terror. Yeah. Oh, a terrorist. Sorry. I didn't let you finish. Yeah. Post-2001. Yeah. 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't serve him freedom fries if he came to our diner, right? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, speaking of diners, for my birthday, I don't know if I told you this, my birthday back in October, Uh my friend um, who lives in the area of, like, Keyport area, Uh took me to um, breakfast at that Keyport diner, which I had never never gone to. I've never been there either. First of all, the food was Excellent. Rated one of the best diners in New Jersey. Second of all, there's a picture of like the year 1907 or whatever. Okay. And it literally, where the diner is and like the place that's like now Fat Cat Tattoo. Uh huh. It used to be like a garage, like a mechanic shop or something really? like that. It looks like it, the same. Except oh, that's with different, wild. like, it's so cool. Just like a different. But like, like horse and yeah. buggy and freaking model Do they teams. have like, they have like an Elvis statue or some yeah, shit, Yeah, they right? have an Elvis statue. It's very old school. That Elvis, I think, is from the McDonald's that used to be on Route 35. Remember that there was like an Elvis? Uh, it's not, it's still there. It was, was outside say, service merchandise. Oh, service merchandise, uh-huh. yeah. The Elvis was like in there on like a display, like in the dining room oh area. My God. Remember when and you that could drive McDonald's past it was and you... built? It was like supposed to be yes. like a, that McDonald's. Is that even that's not McDonald's aren't special anymore. There's no. I don't think McDonald's in general are special anymore. No. You know what I was? You know what I was reading about? By reading about, I think I saw it on social media. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love the asterisks. Wendy's like Mm -hmm. was purposefully designed with the sunrooms, the atrium, so you can Uh like eat in there and feel like. You're dining. Oh, and they had like a you salad a bar, right? From Wendy. Yeah. Did you ever go there and get like a balloon? I've never gotten a balloon from Wendy. My no. dad used to take us too much to Wendy's, but <laughs> dad status, you know what I mean? Uh huh. Whatever. I think any time that we had fast food it was because our dad took us yeah. there too. Dad's was in like, charge today. Uh, <laughs> well, we had to go. See, we had, when we were with my dad, my dad watched us on watched us. My my dad was. I think my mom worked on Sundays uh-huh. a lot growing up, so. We had our routine. We did dad stuff on either Saturday or Sunday. I can't it remember. is so funny. I'm sorry to interrupt no, okay. you already, but like to say that, like, okay, we come from the rare. Our parents were divorced. weren't divorced. Our parents were married. <laughs> yes, they, uh, yes. We had two parent families. Our fathers are dead. Yeah. After we had, you know, yeah, whatever. We, like A we were. Of time. With yes, them. yes. So it, it but. Yes, why is it that dad is watching us? Yeah, and not not like we're just home with our mom or whatever. No, it's dad's watching us. Yeah. It's well, like it's like a different time. Yeah, dad's in charge yeah. is different. I think it was actually yes, yeah, either Saturdays or Sundays. And like uh-huh. we would go, we run errands, we'd have to go to Rickles or Home D like whatever, Rickles. 84 Lumber. Uh-huh. Then it'd be like uh-huh. the yeah, Bradleys on 36. Yeah, it's, it's time for lunch. We're, we're going to uh-huh. Wendy's. And yeah. we like sit inside Wendy's in the atrium. That's another Get thing. It's like we're out with dad. We're going to eat in the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, we're going. Burger King. Yeah, or, ours was Burger King. Ours was we would do laundry Wendy's. and then dad would take us to Burger King. And then we'd go to grandma's. Yeah. Oh. Then we'd cut across town. And You're go doing to like a full list of like we fun adventure chores. Every weekend. Yeah. My entire life. At least one day. That's cool. And that's why you like upheld it. Yeah, I upheld it. You went to see your grandmother like all the time when she lived up here. I know. I miss her. <laughs> 
You ready to get really started now? Yeah, let's get Our started. first sketch, with the help of some special effects, the Vienna Downhill Boys Choir perform Tumblin' Tumbleweeds as they ski down the Alps with many a wipeout along the way. Tumbling Tumbleweeds. Let's, I just want to look up this song really quick. It's a song composed by Bob Nolan in the 1930s that came to fame with renditions by Sons of, Pioneer, Sons of the Pioneers, Gene Autry, and Bing Crosby. Song from 1934. Okay. Um, this was a lot of fun. I feel like we are, f- this is like a full 80s bit that we're doing green full screen bullshit. I love the ski outfits. The ski outfits were really cool. Again, very, very stupid 80s-ish. looking. I love this like turtley looking motherfucker. All the Muppets in this were pretty cool looking. Really, right? Like, I, all around, I think this is a really strong start to what I am sorry to report already 10 minutes into this episode as a stinker of an episode. I think there's some gems in this episode. You I think mean, so? Yeah, it's kind of crazy, but I think there is not at the end. Like, last week I talked about how I don't love a musician as the guest on this show, and this is the prime example to me. I'm sorry. Okay, well, this first sketch, before we move on, it's we are in the 80s now, and they're skiing downhill. These are all Coke jokes, right? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The colors are incredibly 80s, too. Like 80s This decadence. is like, yeah. We, we the go. 80s are he he here. Here we go. Now backstage, the skiers return in casts and wheelchairs. One claims they learned from the best, Klaus Noodleman, who was also part Klaus. of the number and confined to a wheelchair. Klaus Noodleman? Who the fuck is Klaus Noodleman? Oh, he has a he has a link. He has a hyperlink. Blustering bellow pain monster, it says here. I guess this is, I don't know. What's I, a bellow pain? Megan, I don't really know what I'm looking at. I'm going to just back up. <laughs> I don't back know what up. I'm looking at. Bellow sometimes, pain? Sometimes we shouldn't click too many hyperlinks while doing this show, right? I actually clicked a hyperlink today and it brought me to an angel fire. No. I swear to God. Oh my God. I swear to God. I couldn't even believe it. What was going on on it? Rainbow Bright. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, no. Okay. But still, like. You get what you pay for, Megan. I didn't okay. Pay anything, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. But they're paying for that angel fire, so I can't believe it it still existed. Why aren't all those domains dead? I would imagine because of upkeep. Like someone yeah. must be still logging There's in so and maintaining. There's so many angel fire websites that Yeah. They're there. Someone must be doing something with it. So I weird. wrote Oh my god. So weird. I why do I tell you the dumbest shit on this I podcast? Don't know. Because I you know you the dumbest shit. I wrote a horror movie when I was in the sixth grade that I posted to an Angel Fire website. You wrote and a horror I, movie? Megan, I, I wrote love a this. whole horror movie. Oh my god, we should find it. Can I tell you though, it has the most hack ending. Like I I can cringe thinking about how hack my ending was. It was a dream. Do you want to spoil it? No, it was a dream. That's what I'm saying. Oh. The ending. That sucks. That sucks. The main character wakes up and but it was it a dream. A twist if it was a dream, but like you're stuck in a dream forever because Freddy Krueger got you. Okay, that would be okay. Punching up, punching up a horror movie script that I wrote when I was twelve. Or because Perfect. you have sleep paralysis. Oh no, sleep paralysis. <laughs> I've never had. Okay, I have. I was gonna say, can we get a little dark? You've had that. I, that's like when you like can't move, but mm. you're like awake but sleeping. Yes, I've had that. Mm. After I got attacked by the dog. I You had it as like a baby child? Yeah. Oh I had God. some really weird like I had like some tra- traumas and mm-hmm. I had a couple of like moments of sleep paralysis. Jesus Christ. Yeah. How old were you when that happened again? I was um 
I was gonna be six, so oh. I was like almost six, so I was still five. Like <laughs> my most related trauma to this came when I was so much younger that like I have just like blip flash memories of it. You know, I've told you this. I was getting out of a kiddie pool when I was about two years old, and I slid on the sidewalk and hit our concrete stoop and knocked out my four front teeth that were probably like brandy new probably just got them you know at two years old or whatever so i have a flash of my dad saying you got to get out of the pool the phone was ringing and my dad said i got to answer the phone get out of the pool and i said okay and i got out i ran to the steps and as i was running i slipped fell smacked my teeth i remember smacking my face then i remember a flash of being up we lived in an upstairs apartment being upstairs in the bathroom and like spitting up, you know, whatever, and then flash to being at the dent, like being in a dentist chair, and that's it. Oh, horrible! Yeah, but again, I was like young enough trauma, where but that's like, it. Yeah, you remember you know? the trauma moments. Yeah, so at least it's Terrifying. not like you know yeah. sleep paralysis. I had like way too many accidents as a kid that I remember. Like one time, my dad was my dad used to like ride bicycles. Uh huh. Like he cycled. Yeah. Or whatever, and um. I sat, like, I was a little too big to sit in the carriage in the back where uh-huh. they used to have me. So I sat on the pole. And for the most part, I was good. Oh, like, like in we the had, middle. Yeah, we had okay. been riding around like that for a while. Yeah. And one day, my f- shoelace got caught and my oh. foot got caught. And oh. he went flying off the bike. And I went tumbling with the oh. bike, too. And I was, my foot and ankle. Two bodies and a bike, like, going flying. My That's a lot. My foot and ankle were stuck in the bike. Oh, fuck. And um, my dad, like, really hurt his back. Mm, yeah. And he I'm was sure. yelling and he couldn't get me out. And because I remember he was we were yelling the to age Nick. we are now. He Imagine like falling. Nick! Nick! Like, screaming. And, like, uh-huh. somebody came out and helped us or whatever. Yeah. But, like, they were, like, all worried about me. But I was fine. Like, yeah. I mean, I was hurt. But I wasn't, like, no yeah. broken anything. No, of course not. I bounced back. Yeah. But Meanwhile, I, like, how many weeks ago you fell off your bike? And you got like all fucked up from it because you were the same age your dad probably was. You I know, like think, think that, about it. I honestly think that was before the dog bite. Oh, really? Yeah. That's wild. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I think that was like, I must have been like four. <clears throat> it's crazy to think of like what you can remember from when you were a child. Like you almost get this like, this feeling that like, did I really exist then? I or remember do I just, being young. I don't remember being in car seats, though. I don't know no. if that was a thing in the 90s mm-hmm. for my parents. Anyway. I can remember being in a stroller I can't remember in the Freehold Mall. I don't know how old I was. But I used to love at JCPenney. They had these Sesame Street dolls. And, like, my grandmother and my aunts all worked. And, you know, we, we talk about JCPenney's all the time. We talk- Pennies. It's just but called I remember we would go to the pennies and I would get a new Sesame Street doll every time I was there. And they were like, maybe Lucky like, you. they were like maybe six inches well, tall. Every character. I had and all. And Gordon and Maria. Well, I didn't have, they didn't have the people. You know, I remember having all of them except for like Oscar. I don't remember having an Oscar, but I had Big Bird, I had Bert, I had well, Ernie, I had grab, Elmo. So. I had, I had Cookie, Grover, all of them. In an abstract circus set, Melissa sings Don't Cry Out Loud. Don't cry out. 
okay, first of all, as soon as she started singing this, I can't not think of Drop Dead Gorgeous. But, okay, me neither. But when she started singing it, you went, oh, right? Like, you I were like, know. oh, that's her. Okay. And I can't stop thinking about the, who played the anorexic girl in that movie? The anorexic girl from that movie, I do not know her name. She was also in the movie Sugar and Spice. Yes. She was also Bruce Willis's daughter on Friends that Ross dates. Oh, my God. She was in a lot of stuff in a very particular amount of time. And I just also have to say it all goes back to Kirstie Alley should, because we're talking about Drop Megan, Dead Gorgeous. can you just step up for one second because I need to show you. Look at my tabs on my computer right now. I have the episode notes from – and then I have Kirstie, Kirstie Alley's <laughs> IMDb page open. <laughs> Kirstie Alley, can I – let's start. I'm going to go to the Drop Dead Gorgeous IMDb page Please. and find out the actress's name. Please. She's very funny. She's like, but I, I love when Kirsten Dunst is brushing our hair and the hair is just coming out. I mean, this is like dark ass humor. They would never be able to skinny. make this movie. She's now. not deaf. They would never be they, able to no. make that movie. Kirstie Alley, though, I do want to say, uh, has been. And the movie ends with her shooting up. Just Actually, this last that week. That movie has like false endings. That movie has a lot of false endings. But just this past week uh, is the one-year anniversary of Kirstie Alley's untimely passing. Uh, rest in peace, a real one. Our, rest in peace, because I would have loved to see Roseanne Barr run just as physically president. Fight and oh, okay, and fine. her be her VP. <laughs> I would like to see that in too. this clown show of yeah. politics that we have today in America. Oh man, they would want to do like a tag team thing. Oh, like, or fight. I'll be president today. Yeah, yeah. You be VP yeah. today. <laughs> Okay, Kirstie Alley. Okay, someone I'm going. should write that in as, as a show. <laughs> the actress who plays. Oh my goodness, where is she? Like, if celebrity clones are real, can you get Kirstie Alley's out? Is this so we can... Molly <laughs> Celebrity clone. So we can get her just smoking in the public eye again, please. <laughs> oh my God! Come on. Don't cry. So in that scene in Drop Dead Gorgeous where she's she's wheeling herself around in a wheelchair, lip syncing. God damn it, one. man. What a fucking funny, funny scene. I love that movie. Another good movie, Safe. She was supposed to win Sugar and Spice. Let me see if I can find her easier that way. You remember Sugar and Spice, right? Yeah, they rob a bank. And in Sugar and Jack Spice, and Diane. she plays like, um, I think... They need to get, like, all this, like, equipment from someone. And she's, like, the daughter of this creepy farmer that they find who can help them. And the only way that he'll give them any sort of equipment or whatever is, that is if they let his daughter do it. Is who still looks the same age? James Marston? Yes. Yeah, I didn't realize he was the boyfriend in that either, and he is. He's like a vamp. He's like a. He has like a Keanu Reeves thing going on where he doesn't age. He does. And why aren't we talking about that? James Marsden really does have some sort of weird, like a, a portrait of himself in a, in an attic somewhere that actually ages. Is it Fern Rogers? Is that her? Alexandra Holden is the actress's name. <laughs> Alexandra Holden. When. Honestly, when she's being wheeled around and she's singing this song, Don't Cry Out Loud, it is so fucking funny. She's playing a, a now wheelchair-bound due to a, an overwhelming eating disorder yeah. that has her so incapable of m- m- mobility. Walking, yeah. that I mean, it's bad. It's That movie is... And we so shouldn't be bizarre. laughing about it. I know. But, like, the movie is so funny. The movie is so funny. 
the way it like like I I I listen. It just makes fun of like the pageantry, and it's making yes. fun of like what drives people to like get to a place. And of one of the cool things that I hadn't really recognized before, I listened to an episode of Scott hasn't seen recently, and Ricky Lindholm, the uh, actress and comedian known for Garfunkel and Oates mm-hmm. as well, she was the guest, and she had selected that movie as her favorite movie that Scott had to watch, and that movie was written by like women, and it stars predominantly women. It's like a, you know, so it it feels like it's kind of like a taking back the whole genre and everything. Yeah. And like If maybe a couple men were a little too much involved in that movie, it would have maybe seemed a little worse. There you know, so much. But good it's shit so in that fucking movie. funny. Those two ladies who run the fucking pageant yes, stuff. The Mount Rose beauty pageant. Is it Nora Dunn is one of them, Mount I think. Mount Rose is, is what's her name? Kathy Najimy. Kathy Najimy is not in this movie. Oh. No. I believe it's um, it's all it's a lot of 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 improv comedians are like the the big women it is in a charge. Very improvisational seeming movie. Too. Yes, it is improv seeming. That's a Brittany good way Murphy's to put it. Brittany Murphy's in that movie. Brittany Murphy's really fucking funny in the movie too. Brittany Murphy was kind of not fun. Not this is before Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy became, like the like beauty like. Cr- Crazy Beautiful was she in? Not Crazy Beautiful. That's uh, Kirsten Dunst. She was in. Why is Kirsten Dunst's hair so greasy in the movie Crazy Beautiful? I don't know. I just said that, and all I could think about was her greasy ass hair. Take a shower, Kirsten Dunst. Take a shower. Take a fucking shower. But in Drop Dead Gorgeous, Uh Kirsten Dunst is hilarious. She wants to be like Diane Sawyer. And she works as a make. She does makeup in a morgue. What's... Her mom, Ellen Barkin, plays her mom. Oh, my God. And then so good. on top of that, Ellen Barkin's best friend is Allison Janney, who's yeah. kind of like another, like a surrogate mom type character to her. When Ellen Barkin blows Don't up in the trailer like park, oh my God. she blows up in that trailer park and she has a beer fused to her oh, hand. Yeah. That she gets a claw so later. fucking funny. God damn, that movie. Oh my god, it's so good. Kermit assures the skiers the show will cover their medical expenses. We're only on the first guess. As long as Scooter remembered to mail the check. He did forget. I think Scooter pocketed. And the skiers surround him, planning to invite him to their cast party. Scooter definitely pocketed the money. Scooter's a little creep. For all those people to ski on. The one thing that I do want to talk about with Scooter right now is that we got advanced copies of the Richard Hunt book, Funny Boy. Oh, yeah. I have only really just scratched the surface with it. It is I haven't very, started reading it yet. A very thorough book. Is it? That takes uh, it, it takes a look at really his entire life. I'm quite a few pages in and all that we're get all that we're not all that we're covering. So it's but, like Jim book? Yeah, it's it's very thorough. Like we're covering his, like, grandparents. It, oh god, not that thorough, thank god. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> that was like crazy. Then I'm like, I have to hear about Jim Henson's grandparents, Gra- grandparents before and his we parents? really then Yeah. Like, I get that, like... But now I know why. Yes. But... You're so much of all of the people that made you. Yeah. To, you know, to a degree, for sure. But, uh, yeah, this book covers a lot of his adolescence and everything. And, Megan, I'm here to report, of course, Richard Hunt is from New Jersey. Of course he is. Of course he is. All people are from New Jersey. Everything we are New Jersey. We are the Garden of Eden. We are out of Africa. When they say out of Africa, they mean New Jersey. Because all people have originated from New Jersey. That is my take. <laughs> all people. <laughs> all people. Especially famous people. So I'm looking at this now. Um, 
this book is written by Jessica Max Stein, and I really think that we have to try to get in touch with her to talk about this book. Is she also from New Jersey? She is from New Jersey. Amazing. So We're we will be tracking you down in a non-threatening way. I was going to say, in a <laughs> non-threatening, non-creepy in a way. non-threatening way to talk about this book with you. Okay. Um, Beauregard plays O Susanna on his harmonica on an out-of-control rocking chair. So I have a couple things to say about this. What? Why first are we giving thing, Beauregard stage time? First thing I wanted to say was, um, did they ever give... George, I a know. Sketch besides at the dance, yeah. he was in at, an you at the dance. You let George be in at the dance. You let and Megan. They let anyone be in an at the dance. They let they anyone let be at anyone. the dance. But then I had a thought. Maybe George passed. Oh, you think George has passed? I think he may have passed. Yes. Yeah. yeah he's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry to report. George the janitor has passed. No, so now we have this lumpy man, Beauregard. Megan what is Beauregard? Beauregard? Is he a human? Wait. Did we skip over the clown sketch where no. she sings Don't Oh, well, no, we didn't talk about that. We talked about Drop Dead Gorgeous instead. But can we just say one second? Mm-hmm. The fucking clowns in that sketch were creepy as hell. They really were. And there was like this little background clown dancer, and I thought it was Janice on a string. None of that was the vibe of this song. I don't understand that. Why does she only perform with the upright people Muppets? And she mentions the circus in the song once or twice. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, a feeling of a circus. Oh, and but then like, meanwhile, we're, like, what about the whole presentation of a circus? What do you think? Pass. But, like, clowns aren't supposed to cry, so it's, like, don't cl- cry out loud. There are clowns that only cry, aren't there? With, like, the painted painted teardrops? French clowns? Is that French? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The sad clown. Actually, um... Our friend growing up, Rebecca, played the sad clown uh-huh. in the only musical I was in, Barnum. <laughs> Speaking of Drop Dead Gorgeous also, <laughs> that movie reminds me of her quite a bit. I remember watching that a ton. <sighs> okay, in a Muppets News Flash, the newsman reports that beef fell dramatically on Wall Street today, and then a cow lands on him. From the wings, Melissa asks Kermit where the cow came from. Kermit can't really explain and assures her that only things fall on the newsman. This is a weird episode. This is a very weird episode. Pigs in Space is next, relieving Melissa, who thought it was pigs from space. Backstage, some pigs fall from space and fall on the newsman. What? Backstage, some pigs from space fall on the newsman. So weird. Next, we have the Pigs in Space sketch that I just mentioned. Link, Hogthrob, and Julia Strangepork encounter a creature from the Crab Nebula. Miss it, looks like it, looks it looks like weed. It looks like a, a, a nug. It looks like a nug. <laughs> a nug. A, a term I've never used in and my And I also life. have to it say, it looks what's like weed. really weird about this is that Hogthrob says, and I hate that I just said Hogthrob. Link. Link says... Oh, these are the worst baddies. And I Megan. thought baddies was like a new term for bad guys. I didn't know they were using the term baddies. No, I feel like baddies has always existed. You you thought that was like a newer? Megan, it just occurred to me that his name is Link and Sausage Ew. comes in links. He's a Link hogthrob. <laughs> so weird. Ms. Biggie suggests that they use the ship's universal translator. The creature turns she's out to be like, a representative of Swanko. She's like coming out of the shower or something. She's not even in her like gear. 
This whole episode is it's really It's a weird it's episode. Off. In the UK spot, Fozzie Bear and Pops Don't si- cry out loud. Sorry. I know, I know. It's like. Why Pops. are we giving Pops a musical number? But it's really funny that him and they pair him with Fozzie, but Fozzie hasn't gotten any screen time. So I'm glad they at least put it uh-huh. in the UK spot. Oh, it's a UK she's spot. Does that count? <laughs> she, your cat is on a mission. <laughs> she's going to make some noise before this episode's over. Uh, this kitten. I guess I should take a picture for those. Fozzie Bear and Pops sing and dance only in love with Amy, though Fozzie can't keep up with the moves. Only in love with Amy. Chasing Amy? You might. It's a song by Frank Loesser from 1948 from the musical Where's Charlie. It's, some of this information feels made up. Where's like, Charlie? What the fuck is this musical? Uh, is it a World War? It's a Broadway song popularized by Ray Bulger in the musical Where's Charlie. It was also recorded by Frank Sinatra and Perry Cuomo. Perry Como. We're in like, we're deep in the throes of Perry Como season right now, man. Yeah, Perry Como. There's a there's an old video I love of a very very young Carol Channing on the Perry Como show. It's very good. A very young Carol Channing. What was she like? Forty so, two. No, I think she was like in her thirties. She was in her thirties once. I, I feel like Carol Channing was always an old lady. No, this was like pre her being an old lady yeah. and having that like look. Yeah. <laughs> Diamond Siren Carol's best friend, raspberries. <laughs> Melissa and Floyd Pepper have a brief chat about blues, then begin and they, singing. Wait, wait. Whenever. A brief chat about blues. They were flirting. They were. They were going to have sex after the show. She needs to know that he is spoken for. His lady. Prairie Dawn's mom. <laughs> you know guys always cheat. I'm talking about. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I'm talking about Janice. Not guys like nice guys. <laughs> guys in bands. <laughs> Anyway, Melissa and Floyd. I'm stereotyping. (laughs) You're like, all men. Hashtag yes, all men. Hashtag yes. Melissa and Floyd Pepper have a brief chat about blues, then begin singing, whenever I call you friend. And the rest of the Muppets join in. You're right. I forgot about how horny this whole song is between the two of them. Whenever I call you friend. Whenever I call you friend is performed on the Muppets. This is like a hornier... Carol King song. This song was written by Melissa Manchester with guess who? Kenny Loggins. That's well, interesting. I read that Melissa Manchester comes from a very musical family. Yeah? Yeah. I was kind of unfamiliar with her. I do know these songs that she played. I know Don't Cry Out Loud, of course. And I think I know the later song that she does, but I can't really remember. Up next is the Teeterini family, but there's no room on stage for their teeter-totter. The family demonstrates their act, sending the performers and Kermit and Fozzie flying all over. I was very offended by this fake Italian-American accent. The Teeterinis. I'm just just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) The family is consisted of a mother, performed by Louis Gold, and a group of sons. That sounds right. A group of... Oh, it's a mother-son. mother with all of her sons. All of her sons. That's her favorite place to be. You know what I'm and her sons. Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking about, um, I wish that, well, of course, Jim had an untimely passing. Mm-hmm. But I watched every single episode of Absolutely Fabulous, right? Mm-hmm. But I've also watched them with Jennifer Saunders and Joanna Lumley's, like, 
talking over the uh-huh. episodes. Commentary tracks. Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Left, right. You and- wish there was commentary on these. Mm-hmm. You know, we should see if there is on my DVDs and, like, who it would be by. You know, like, I mean, Brian Henson. When, Anybody. When we watched the. I what was that episode? Was there. But, I mean, Brian Henson was there a lot, right? Oh, yeah, he talks true. about being. In, in, in Jim's book, they talk about Brian being around yeah. on set and helping do this thing and that thing. And in that one he episode, we watched. started as an intern. Yeah. We watched the Brooke Shields episode, and he did, like, a little introduction to that episode yeah. on the bootleg that we watched of it, right? So I feel like there's probably little bits and bops that he could share. Yeah. Or that, you know, maybe someone could share. Like, I know way too much about the behind the scenes of, like, like stupid things about Absolutely yeah. Fabulous just yeah. because of the talkbacks, the commentary. On the Comedy Bang Bang TV show DVDs, they have, from what I've heard, I haven't sought it out. I have the DVDs, but they do commentary, but they have other people do characters in the commentary. So like Paul F. Tompkins plays like the cake boss doing commentary boss. on an episode on an episode. That's very funny. A trio of birds <laughs> pluck. How much is that doggy in the window on a guitar? Some dogs appear on cue as well as an unexpected walrus. This is a UK spot ass bit. Am I not? Am I wrong? No, you're right. So it has to be. Next, the Swedish chef prepares some spring chickens who spring this from the pot so and bounce around the kitchen. And funny, yeah, I love. It. I I like miss the Swedish chef. I don't feel like he's done anything fun lately. But like the beat of the Swedish chef and the spring chicken here, and then what happens next is you go to the booth with uh, Benson and Hedges, uh-huh. and it's very funny. It like continues the sketch. You know what I mean? I love these. I, I forget sometimes that you have little code names for everything, and calling them Benson and Hedges it's kills me. It's easier for me, me to remember my own names that I make up for people. The chef and the chickens make their way through backstage. Kermit can't handle much more. Skiers on crutches and chickens on springs. These are a few of my favorite things. Gonzo sings. In sunny Spain, Melissa sings "Your Cheatin' Heart," accompanied by the mutations. I told you. Is it mutations? It Why should, do I feel like it's mutations? It should be mutations. By the mutations. Accompanied by the mutations. She spots Link cheating on her with Annie Sue and sends a raging bull after him. I. It he should have been cheating on, on him with a Deadly or Wayne. Yeah. Come, come on. on. You accidentally called Annie Sue by her correct name last episode, didn't you? I did. I think you did. <laughs> you didn't call her Piggy Sue. You called her Annie Sue. Annie That's Sue, crazy. Whatever. Afro. Annie Sue. I really want to see Gonzo with that Afro. Your Cheatin' Heart. Is this a song by her? I feel like I can hear this in my head. Oh, yeah. It's a Hank Williams song from mm-hmm. 1952. I'm like, I feel like I can hear your cheatin' heart. Like that little... You remember the Yodel Kid, Megan? You just reminded me of like three different things. And I uh-huh. am Go. so excited. First of all, can we just talk about what a fucking national treasure Nicole fucking... What is her name from Mad TV? Nicole we- uh, Nicole Sullivan? Nicole Sullivan. Yeah. From Mad TV. Was she would she... play Antoinette or whatever. No, the, like, the woman she used the... to play that fucking southern woman who would sing songs about America. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, my God. I have to say, I have to find. It. I don't remember that one, but I love Nicole Sullivan. She's so fucking funny. She would do that. Mm, uh, uh, the Van Coe lady. 
Nichols. Yeah, she was very funny. She still is. She shows up on a lot of shows every now and Nicole then. Nicole Sullivan is very funny. I remember seeing her pop up on like Modern Family and a bunch of other sitcoms like throughout the years. Lowered expectations. Dude, do you think old mad TVs are still good? Like, I don't yeah. know. Poor boy. I wonder if, I bet you if we watch like specifically like the second class. Like, I don't want to watch Artie Lang. I don't really want to watch. Oh my like, god, Artie, actually, Artie Lang used to do, um, like Star Trek. Like, imp- not impressions. What am I thinking? Star Trek, like, sketches? sketches. Yeah. Thank uh-huh. you. I can't think. It's late for me. It is getting there. Um, very funny. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think that old Mad TV, if you don't have a PC mind, mm-hmm. would love. Mo Collins. Just Mo, Mo Collins. Collins. So good. Everything with Mo Collins. So good. Okay. Michael McDonald he, doing Stuart. Stuart was a very funny character for his when time. When they went to the salad bar and he's like. Are you thinking of Lorraine when she goes, oh. And no. she like puts her head under it. Oh, She's maybe, like the sneeze yeah. guard. This, yeah, yeah, the maybe I think I'm complaining. I love Lorraine. That was another Mo Collins character. But oh my god, Mo Collins is so funny with Stuart Stark. Uh huh. What's that I could do? Oh my god, Stuart Mo Collins, very good. Uh huh. Stephanie is Mo Weir. Doing We've talked. Mo Collins, dude. Stephanie Weir, Judy Bloom. <laughs> Mo Collins related. pops up on a lot of stuff too. She um, played Joe. She played Joan Calamezzo. Uh, a, like a almost you want to say like a, a news anchor slash influencer on Parks and Recreation for a few seasons that was really funny a lot of those folks went on to do really great shit I mean like Key and Peele come from Mad TV Real? oh yeah but later and seasons. like on top of that then think about like the successes that Jordan Peele has had as a director and stuff like with this background of this like less in, in, I'm using air quotes this less than sketch show like you're not on SNL. You're on Mad TV. Mm-hmm. Mad TV is an hour, a half an hour shorter, and it's on a half an hour earlier. It's not as good in, you know, It theory. had a moment. Mad but TV had a big moment. I will tell you, I started every Saturday night at 11 at Mad TV. I would go over to SNL at 1130, and if it wasn't holding me, I'd go back to Mad TV. Same. You know? Same. There was a time where Mad TV gripped me. And like, I mean, think like, about really it, really gripped me. Mad TV had the ability, had the success or they, whatever of being a pre-recorded show. Absolutely, they did the claymation of uh, oh Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, mm-hmm. and they that made was it, like, hilarious. Really dark. Yeah, it was like the Godfather. Rudolph's yeah. head was in in Santa's bed. Oh my god. Yeah, there was a lot of really funny shit on Mad TV, and I think that they're like I said, being pre-recorded. Probably helped them too. I'm away. gonna look for Nicole Sullivan being like she would be considered a MAGA, like Southern Republican, mm-hmm. like doing the sketch that she did. The thing. Yeah, it's like the things that she's saying was funny then, but it's probably even funnier now because uh-huh. it's but it's also like scarier. Yeah, because <laughs> those people really exist yeah. everywhere. All right. Oh so my God. Maria comes out for good night. Maria. Melissa comes out for good nights. Happy with her time on the she's show. She's still with us. She's in her 70s. Despite the skiers. Oh, did you look her up, really? Yeah, I think she's like 73, 74. Dis- despite the skiers, teeterinis, and chickens, Kermit assures her next week's acts won't be as crazy as the yodeling hang glider arrives one week early. Yodeling, yodeling, yodeling. Remember Jewel? It might Remember feel Jewel? a little late. <laughs> she yodels. 
Jewel does. I literally home. fell asleep in a Jewel concert, but I was. Why did you go see Jewel? I was definitely drunk. All right, I'm going um, to her IMDb. A friend bought. Not her IMDb. Her. I've headed to Melissa Manchester's wiki. Melissa Manchester is yeah, like you said, she's 72, a R&B hip, uh, R&B pop and blue-eyed soul singer. I'm trying to look for like other. Don't cry out loud. What are her like other big songs? No, that's the song. That's it. Oh goodness. What? Okay, sorry. She has studio albums listed from 1973 all the way to 2050. Oh, wow. It says in 2050, Review will come out. What the fuck? She's putting out an album in... Wait. 26 years from now? Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I don't like that. That's I don't know if that's true or not. That is too far. You think it's in a time capsule? She has, like, fully recorded an album and it's, like, set in a thing in a box somewhere and then in 2050 we'll take it out and we'll like maybe a time traveler filled out this wiki maybe oh whoa that's really like um kind of fucked up of them they're just like a fan of her and they're like no one will notice that's one of like the the first tenements like like, is to like do no one of the things i can do is this like i can't say who's gonna win the 20 you know 24 (laughs) elections or whatever but we can we can say who's gonna win right we know who's gonna win uh, <laughs> I don't even want. I, I'm I don't a, want to talk. <laughs> I can't talk about it. I don't have a good choices. Uh, I'm saying let's go for it. Come on, let's rise up and vote for a third party. Third party. Third party. <laughs> third party. Oh man, Megan, this episode all around I thought was like fine. You At enjoyed this point, it. I would vote for Roseanne and Kirstie Alley just to watch the shit show. Kirstie Alley is not alive. Oh well. Do not vote for Kirstie. That didn't stop Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking weekend at Bernie's every fucking conference he has. Oh my God. They're like, get him off the stage. He forgot. We lost this string. Sorry. I don't mean to sound. I'm not a Trump supporter. No, I know. That was very funny. You're an (laughs) idiot. Okay, next week. You can join us. We'll be watching episode 513, Tony Randall. Tony Randall. We're going to be watching the Tony Randall Mary episode. Tyler Moore. Sorry. You ready for the premise? Browsing through an old book of magic spells, guest star Tony Randall accidentally turns Miss Piggy into stone. Yes, this is a Harry Potter. He considers bringing her to a stonemason for help. Fozzie, Gonzo, and Floyd crack stone jokes as Kermit and Tony try to find a spell to change her back. Of course, the show must go on, and the Piggy statue takes the stage for Pigs in Space. At the end of the show, the tables are turned when Tony accidentally does the spell on Kermit. I hate when the fucking premises, like when the little blurbs, give away half the episode. This sounds like a fun episode, But I bet you the sketches have nothing to do with the premise. Oh, for sure. It's like, it's going to be so loose. No. Then we'll we'll see Vets Hospital where they deal with, I don't know, whatever. Like Bear on Patrol. Bear on Patrol. Um, so join us next week. Before you join us next week, you can write a nice review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast platform of your choice. Message us. Follow us on social media. Uh, yeah, that's it. Those are the things. I think those are the things. And Wait, what else? When does this air in the UK? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Until next week. Thanks for the gumball, Marissa. Marissa. <laughs> Marissa? <laughs>